Welcome to another episode of Real and Uncomfortable. Yes, sir. Um, I go by the name of E-Man Music. C-Tez. Got my co-host C-Tez. And today we got a special guest, um, Chris. Um, I kind of did some research on you. You, know okay. I mean? you got your cool. hands in a whole lot of different things. Yeah, a little bit. Um, if anything, would you like to introduce yourself and kind of tell the people exactly what you do? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, appreciate you guys having me on. Of I appreciate it. Um, so what I'm a music producer. That's mm-hmm. what I do. That's primarily like how I came up. Uh, but what I do is I, I, I'm an artist development coach. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main thing that I do. Um, I, I care about artists and I care about what they do for expression. And I care about it not being taken from them. You know, right. so knowledge is power. Knowledge is what creates the freedom. So that's what I do. I give artists freedom by giving them the knowledge. It's not easy without, you know, going through the experience and all that stuff to know what, how to navigate this industry. It's a hard industry to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of sharks in this industry. So for what I do is that I step in in the very beginning of an artist's career and teach them the game about the industry. It's, I, even before I produce records for them, before I take anything out of their pocket, I try to add to their pockets by giving them the knowledge. So that's, that's really, the, the industry doesn't want to develop you anymore because it's no. with technology, yeah. you, you know, like Absolutely. you being it's an artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, they don't want to invest in people if they can make a quick buck out of no, a quick single sense. and keep it moving Absolutely. to the next artist. Returns, returns. Yeah. I think um, one of the first episodes we did, we touched on um, Ice Spice and how mm. you know people were criticizing her for a lack of <laughs> artist development. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, it reflects on stage, and we've all seen that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of what you've done is yeah. able to uh, help artists on the back end. Yeah. On Because artist development isn't just the artistry itself. It's understanding the business aspect and how you are. I don't want to, you know, simplify by calling you a product, but as an artist, you are what's being sold. You are what's being pushed. You are the main part of the business. And I know you've done that. You guys, if I'm not mistaken, you kind of developed a place for those artists to come to really foster that. Correct. That's, that's what we do. I mean, it's, it's, the studio, okay, so I've been, and you're an engineer, you're an artist, so like I've been in the studio business since 2002. I was gonna right? ask you that one, when did you yeah. start? Yeah, so I, I got, <clears throat> I came in the game, um, I was an artist, I was mm-hmm. a gospel artist actually, I was part of a, like a boys to men type group. Cool. And uh, yeah, like you know, everybody was at the time. So I mean, you be careful, man. We yeah. gonna actually lay down some vocals. Hey, right? hey listen, man, <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm always ready. Yeah, but get you, yeah, yeah. Real, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in it for a while, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I quickly, like we discussed before off camera, like I quickly like realized that I, I wasn't an artist. Mm-hmm. That's not, I, I wasn't, and then not even from like a skills test standpoint, because to be honest with you, you know, a lot of times I'll be more talented than a lot of the people say, I, I record. Up, I'll talk be talk honest yourself. with you, yeah. but, uh-huh. but, but the truth is, is that it's not to like shame anybody that comes to work with me, it's to build them up to mm-hmm. a certain level. I feel like I need to be experienced, I need to be talented in order to build them up to mm-hmm. a certain place. I mean, when they work with somebody, you want to be able to work with somebody that's competent enough behind the boards and in front of the mic. So that's how I approach it. So to answer your question, yes, I started as an artist mm-hmm. and then I realized like, man, like I went through some a set of experiences where I kind of got cheated out a few things. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to let other artists have to have that happen to them in my mm-hmm. little corner of the world. I know I was going to change the world, but yeah. I knew I was going to change those that came in front of me. Yeah. So I, I started a recording studio in my mother's basement, East Flatbush, Brooklyn. Okay. And then I, uh, you know, kind of expanded from there and uh, bought a commercial space in Brooklyn. And it was always it was up from there. And, I, and then from the day I realized I didn't want to be an engineer, like I didn't love sitting behind the computer for so long. I love to get out there with artists. I love to do everything because 
as an artist, that's what I that's what I was. I was I was in doing interviews. I was performing. I was touring. Um, I was writing. I was producing, and I couldn't just do that from the chair the whole time. So. I started hiring engineers and including, um, you know, I've reached out to all of these like companies, uh, not companies, but these schools, um, IAR, you know, SAE in the city, and I hired interns and I said, yeah, y'all do it. And, you know, that's how I met my partner. So he's not here right now, his name is Junior. Um, but I, I, I messed around and met Junior. He was one of the best engineers I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And then he left me and went on, this stupid idiot went on, <laughs> he left me. I want him to see this too. Yeah. and. Fucked around and became a triple platinum producer. Jeez, how you know dare you, bro? How dare you, bro? <laughs> oh my guy? This fucking guy, bro. <laughs> Fuck this dude, bro. But anyway, yeah, but he, yeah. he messed around and, and produced mm -hmm. for A Boogie. Got nice. uh, two records. They went triple platinum um, combined. And then um, years later, we reconnected, and um, that's how we met our mutual friend Esme, mm -hmm. and how we connected today. But from that whole set of time between meeting him and, and I've been developing artists, you know, um, some have gone on to do millions and millions of streams around the world. Some you may know, some may not know, well, most you may not know, but some you do. Um, and yeah, that's that's just what I do, man. I just, I try to like, you know, cause the thing is, is that when you don't have much leverage as an artist, you sign any type of crazy 360 Yo, deal. That's so that's the craziest yeah, part about it. Yeah. And as you said before, uh, knowledge yes. is powerful in this game. And I feel like even from jump, a lot of artists kind of boiled down being an artist into just the artistry itself and then the money. Yeah. And they forget all of the stuff that happens in between. So much, bro. Mm -hmm. There's so much stuff that happens in between, man. Um... Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, C-Tez, one third of Real and Uncomfortable. Uh, we understand the overwhelming feeling of trying to find insurance, the overwhelming feeling of trying to protect your assets, building your businesses, and ensuring that you're covered in times of danger, times of loss. And because of that, we've gotten in touch with one of the leading providers of insurance in Westchester County. Daniel Guiney, he prides himself on morals, respect, synergy. And to that point, it's not just a company, it's a family. And he'll treat you like family. He'll put you right in the best positions to find efficient solutions for your insurance needs. It's complicated, we get it. Long documents, lots of paperwork, tons of language that even the most well-read people have no idea what they're talking about. But he's taken the morals and named his company just after his grandfather who instilled those same morals into him. Zara Risk Management is a place for you. He's partnered with the leading insurance providers and can find the best package and deal for you. Visit westchesterhomeinsurance.com for your free consultation with Daniel today. He'll take care of you, treat you like family. Now let's get back to the show. Like you said, um, I don't like to call human beings products, mm -hmm. but I like to call what they do a product, right, what they right. do, their what skill, they create, yeah. what they create mm -hmm. is a yeah. product. Um, and um, the music industry that we are a part of now Content is king. Yes. Content is key in every industry. I say this all the time. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's everything, bro. And it's shifted the value of what you sell from, I'm not going to say it's not important anymore, but the music in itself. The substance itself isn't. Substance itself isn't as important as you, the brand. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, exactly. and shifting that mindset, that's how I approach artists. I say, 
you got to th stop thinking about because artists, you know, creators like we get in their little bag and they start making music and they work on one song for like mad long. You know, mm -hmm. I work with a lot of singers. I work with a lot of R&B artists. Rappers ain't like that. They come in. You, I'm no, sure. I got a couple. Of rappers. Oh, you got. They do the same thing. Mm -hmm. He had a song from 2014. I'm not gonna mention nah. his name. We gonna, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But 2014 that he yeah. still ain't dropping. He's still working on. It. Nah, bro. I'm like, you got, let let it go. Let you gotta it let go. it go, bro. I told him they never gonna be successful. Yeah. You know, artists like that will never be put successful. They gotta get out their own way. Um, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you work. And I know from personal experience with my singing group, we had a song, and it's it's appropriate. The name of the song is called "Pain Won't Last Too Long" because that shit mm -hmm. lasted a long time. Mm -hmm. We worked on that song for five years and never put it out. So wow. artists won't get out their way. Oh, so I right. try to coach artists to understand that you are the brand. What comes out of you is food for people. Mm -hmm. yeah. People want to digest it. These music, this music you make is not babies. Mm -hmm. If you think it's your baby, your song is your baby, ain't nobody can ever critique it. Right. That's it. That's, and that's it'll, be nobody, it'll be nobody's but yours. That's the best way Speaking to put of, it won't be it'll perfect be, either. It will never be perfect. So, your baby's perfect. Absolutely. But your food is never perfect, it's but people perfect. digest it. I mean, every restaurant you've gone to, even your most favorite restaurant, don't got perfect food right. all the time, you know, right. but you serving people. And if they say it's too salty, you dial the salt back. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? If they say they want a little bit more sugar, why well, you give them what they want? Because you you giving them something to consume. And that's what your music is, you know. So that's how I approach the game. That's how I approach it. And generally, when artists are armed with those um, tools, just as an artist, you, you, you create more leverage for yourself when your music and you, the way you approach your brand is a little bit more, you have more knowledge about how you approach your brand. And then you can remit more of a, a bigger slice of the pie when people approach you in that way, mm -hmm. you know? But if they approach you like you don't know shit and you just begging for stuff, oh, you're gonna get any type of shitty deal. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Any type of deal, so. So yeah. have you created like a, um, I know you've worked in studios, you have people come yeah. together, you've obviously dealt with people who are educators in yeah. that regard. Do you have like a label yourself that people yeah. can like be directly affiliated with you? Because if I'm mm -hmm. looking at this as an artist, yeah. this sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's invested in the development side of it yeah. to get me to greatness. So I wouldn't call it a record label. Mm -hmm. what, what it is is that I, it's called the Bakery Music Group. So my partner, I Junior, that I mentioned before, he, we own this uh, company called the Bakery Music Group. And what it is is basically it's a production and artist development company. Now. You don't really sign with us. We choose to work with you, um, but we, 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 we evaluate everybody we work with and we, we, we try to like invest our time and energy in the people that we feel like you know, is fruitful you know, ground. Uh, so the way we work, we hold artists, we hold writing camps. Uh, we also uh, hold um, um, development camps. So we bring people into the studio in groups and we work on your music. So we, we directly, you know, so you'll have a triple platinum producer working with you just off the, a lot of people don't have that access. No, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Access is everything. Access is everything. Resources is everything. So I hold writing camps. I hold um, production camps. And I also hold uh, Zooms. So I have uh, bi-weekly Zooms with my partner at Republic Records where we give game, basically. Mm -hmm. And they're able to submit their songs, get direct feedback for their songs. And we tell them why the song is not a hit or why mm -hmm. it can be. Um, and then link you with people. And if we identify any hits, we have a direct link to Republic Records. It's the biggest record company in the world. I mean, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Drake, you know, everybody's on that label. Oh, for sure. And we know we know everybody over there. So I wouldn't say everybody, but we, we know movers and shakers. So, you know, people that's coming up that just, I wanna do music and then have a direct link to me, you already have a direct link to basically everything you need to start your business. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do, but we, in order to filter out the, the good and the bad, we hold these camps to identify talented people and. And people that are like, you know, 
because talent is like 10% of this thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. 90% is the commitment the and the character and the, and the capacity mm -hmm. to be great, you know, so, yeah. In other words, do not sign up if you are not ready to hear honesty about your music. Yeah. If you're not ready to work, man, like, you know. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the like. Commitment to, to the work uh, ethic, mm -hmm. yeah. the grind. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. Because, I mean, that's that's the different, differentiating factor in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, pro engineers, producers, you know, artists, like, what makes you a part of that, like, elite class, that elite tier. I mean, like, you know, you guys see me come with a LeBron hoodie. I'm a big LeBron fan. You know what I'm saying? And. and I, I respect him, obviously, because his game, but I, I respect the commitment. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. know, everybody that talks about him, he spends over a million dollars on his body. It's his body, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Recovery. And it, that's the that's the Michael oh, Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those are the things about great, like, people that are great at what they do. That's the differentiating factor is the work. You know, work. Everybody that's great has put in a certain amount of hours into this that it's not seeing nobody else mm -hmm. or nobody's being able to see that. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, if you're gonna come, you gotta be ready to work. Absolutely. For sure. So you said you're connected with like some really good names, big names. Uh yeah. I mean, listen, man, I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that likes to name drop. No, no, not to at be all. honest. But um, you know, I did get my I you know, I cut my teeth working with Beyonce early in the days, um, mm -hmm. on her B Day project. Um and um I, I did produce a record for Kelly Rowland. Um and that's that's what I alluded to before, the, mm -hmm. some of the the business side of this thing that I learned early on mm -hmm. yeah. that I wanted to steer artists clear to closing mm -hmm. doors, you know, um, you know, just because I, I got cheated out of certain things, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, I did, yeah, I have worked with some people in the past. Um, some, you know, like you said, those names are the of ones, course, you know, course. and some, you know, some other names you may not know. I've worked with um, over the years, uh, an Asian rapper named MC Jin. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. Jin. He run Freestyle Fridays on 106 yes. Park. Oh, I love yeah. Jen. Yeah. That, that's yes. the only gen we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in Fast and Furious yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I did three albums with yeah. him. Yeah, um, that's, only right. we know. yeah that's my guy, man. Look at that guy. He's right. he's literally. I mean, probably nobody's paying attention over here, but he's murdering the game in China right now. Beautiful. Like he's I love that. he's killing it in China right now. He's doing his thing. That's, mm -hmm. that's you know we good we brothers, man. Um, but I've worked with him. I've also worked with another Asian um, artist as well over the years. And then also worked with um, a bunch of other artists that's gotten signed. Some have, you know, fizzled out, gotten dropped. Some have had, still having careers now. Mm -hmm. So I've worked with artists on many levels yeah. of the game. And, and it's, it's, I start to see, like, things that work and things that don't mm -hmm. yeah, from a production mm -hmm. standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah. yeah. And how have you started to expand a little bit? I know that, um, you know, you work with a, a close mutual friend of ours, Esme. Yeah. I know you guys have a couple projects. Yeah. She kind of spoke to those a little bit to me, but I kind of want to let you kind of yeah, talk yeah, 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 for bit. sure. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna let you know. You you guys can definitely check it out. What you know, mm -hmm. what she is gonna say about it specifically. Yeah. But you know, from a production standpoint, we're we're, we're helping her with our documentary. She's she's nice. got a she's got a story. You got a story. Got a story. She's got a story, and she's one of those. There's few people you meet, you run across that are like. They're like, yo, how is your life the way it is? Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like, you're you're like an interesting person. She's mm -hmm. a very interesting person, and her life story is very interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're trying to encapsulate that whole thing into a documentary. Um, how we're gonna break it up? We have to discuss that. But that's that's something. That's one of the main projects we're working on, and uh -huh. and then she's also helping us get our word out there as far right. as what we offer because it's unique. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that. Um, I thought. No, 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 I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. So, so uh, with that said, first off, you seem like the right person to help bring forth a lot of people's stories. 
Yeah. Whether it be her, whether it be other artists taking their music and putting it, yeah. putting their story into their music yeah. and making sure it reaches the right people. Um, I kind of want to ask, of the artists that you've seen, what do you feel like is the biggest obstacle for artists to take their personal mm-hmm. um, stories, I guess? That's a that great question, bro. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the biggest obstacle is themselves. Mm. You know, because a lot of artists, like I, I deal with a lot of artists that don't really understand where they are. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about Ice Spice, since you guys had a discussion about yeah. her. When she came out, I thought she was hot garbage, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really thought, but I have a lot of respect for where her and her team has brought her to. Absolutely. And team is a key word. But team is Absolutely, yeah. team. Like, you know, and no disrespect if anybody from Ice Spice team sees this, but to be honest with you, if anybody told you that they didn't think she was garbage, they lying to you, bro. Yeah. Like I thought she was hot garbage, bro. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a kid of the '90s, so like my like the way I gauge rap is different, you know. But you know, I got a lot of young boys that I, I work with that tell me differently. Mm-hmm. That you know, one of one of my interns was like, nah, when she first came out, nah, she a vibe, she a vibe. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. bro? Like she can't basically hold a mic in front of her mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist development coach. Understand? Yeah. That's the that's the that's where yeah. I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I need to see you perform. Right. I need I need to feel like I want to like buy a ticket right. to a yeah. show. Yeah. She did not make me feel like that in the beginning. But the thing, is, and this is why labels don't invest in artist development because they have somebody like an Ice Spice. But hear hear me out. Ice Spice is like one of a million. She is. One mm-hmm. of, like, that's not happening to the average artist. Right. That's no, not no, happening. it's not. It's not it's happening not. to the average mm-hmm. artist. Like, she just found lightning in the bottle. People do not develop like that. Mm-hmm. They don't develop she like that. She kind of developed on the fly. She, on the, the fly with mm-hmm. a lot of, like, luck. Mm-hmm. A lot of luck. It's not something that's repeatable. Right. Um, and then, the, you know, obviously the Nikki look just took out the stratosphere. Right. Yeah. But what I would say is this. To answer your question, I kind of deviated, but... Getting out of your own way as an artist and understanding who you are, where you are, and who you should be emulating. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists, they pick up Instagram and they look for their favorite artists and emulate them, but they're in a whole nother stratosphere than you. Mm-hmm. They're operating, like they've cleaned their Instagram three or four times based on every level they go. Yeah. When they were grinding like, like Summer Walker, she was doing covers. You know, She was looking mad regular, doing covers, on social media and that's how she got discovered mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like what she's doing now no. you should emulate mm-hmm. and a lot of artists do that and they they get in their own way and, like and they skipping don't skipping steps you skipping steps bro there's a grind there's a and that's one thing that you know esme has taught me too like especially with the social media game there's a level that you got to grind to get to a certain tier to be able to get that type of um that that type of um fan base that mm-hmm. is responsive Mm-hmm. You know, and and yeah. and that's something that I help coach artists. You know, and I'm not the biggest expert at that, but I, I link them with people that can help with that, because it's a business. You're mm-hmm. building yourself up. You know, so yeah. To keep it short, yeah, that's that's how I help them get out their own way, mm-hmm. um, and 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 be able to create the type of music that tells their story on a high level. Because a lot of artists think that their story is interesting, but it's not unless you make it interesting by the way you tell it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's there the key. Is. No, that's a bar. That's the key. That's there it is. Yeah. And e, you might be able to word this better than me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, making your story your own. Sometimes from a technical standpoint, that involves a particular sound. How, like, as an engineer, how do you guys, like, steer an artist to the right sound? Yeah, I'll let you answer that first. That's, that's, I feel like that's a tricky question, um, especially with the way today... 
the way that today's market is set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a loaded word. Market. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Market. I'm trying to think the right word. You guys up for that one. When, when you think about back in the days, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You sounded like what you were around. We didn't have the internet to like, you know what I mean? Nowadays, yeah. you got a kid in California that might sound like a, like he's from New York. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So sonically, uh, it's, it's a little tougher. But I, I want to touch more on the story thing. That's something that I keep telling artists in terms of mm-hmm. you have to be able to know what is the story that you're telling. If you really look at, at, at the major artists that are on, they have a story attached to them. You look at, at, at 50 Cent. Queen, shot nine times, boom. Jay-Z, Marcy, drug dealer, turned businessman. Uh, Eminem, eight mile, trailer park. There's mm-hmm. a story attached mm-hmm. to it yep. that gets the audience and they're able to keep up with mm-hmm. you as an artist. If you just make dope music and that's it, and there's no story attached to it, yeah. they're going to listen to the song, but there's not going to be that that connection. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So something that I tell artists all the time is what is the story that you're telling? Mm-hmm. And once you have your story, build on that. You know what I'm saying? Figure out your message and build on that. Yep. Everything yep. that you do, every brand that you associate yourself with, build on your story. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's story is unique. Right. Like, yeah. that's the key. That's what is interesting. Because, you know, somebody like I can imagine, like, you understand the best practices of making the song sound clean. Sound fire. And sound fire, yeah. but you can't. You can't, can't tell, you what your story tell your is. story. He can't tell these artists' story. Yeah. You can tell it sonically, mm-hmm. but if they don't got nothing to start with, it's, right. you're really making something doodle smell good, a little right. better. Sprinkling you know some what I'm flowers saying? on it, some rose petals. Yeah, on and, and, I'm, yeah. I'm not in, and that's why I screen everybody we yeah. work with because I'm not interested in taking doodle and making it smell good. I'm not, yeah. I'm not interested. I want to make something good, great. So, and, and one thing I would say, and because you said a key word, market, bro, and, and I know exactly what that loaded word means. It's that we are in this like social media instant gratification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they see these artists pop out of nowhere and these songs and these artists get famous. Yeah. They don't realize that a lot of these artists that pop in and pop out, mm-hmm. they ain't made shit. Right. Yeah. They ain't ma- they just they may look like money, but they they not making money, bro. And they uh, try to emulate those artists, nah. And then they try to emulate the Ice Spices, the once in a lifetime type situation. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I go by the name of E Man Music from Real Not Comfortable. And I'm here with my co host, C Tez. Yes, sir. Raven. Hey, y'all. All right, listen, y'all, I'm trying to put you on game. There's this new seltzer out there. So if you're trying to relax and feel a high without the hassle of smoking, make sure you stay tuned in to what we got to say. We found it. We have it for you. It's legally highest, the world's first THC seltzer. For sure. I mean, with only five calories and 15 calories, they got two different flavors. You got mango, you got lime. So if you got a little sweet tooth, definitely tap into the lime. Definitely but, throwing that mango. You know, if you're around the kids and you want to drink something discreet, this is the perfect refreshing drink. Sip it. Nobody knows what's going on. You can enjoy a little high. You know what I mean? Listen, you know what I heard? Uh-huh. You can get high in 20 minutes, That's right? I think their slogan is like, get high in the blink of an eye. You know how fast I blink? <laughs> <laughs> But you do have to be 21 or older to enjoy. So drink responsibly. If you want to try some, definitely check out the website, legallyhighest.com, and make sure you use the code POLY20. Okay, you get a discount. Let's make it happen. So remember, guys, if you're trying to spice up your chill time, feel a little buzz, make sure you drink Legally Highest THC Seltzer and tune in to Real and Uncomfortable. Stay elevated, everyone. Stay elevated. There hasn't been... Uh, and I'm talking about our music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There hasn't been a superstar, all right? Think about this. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to really think, in the 2010s, right? What's the last superstar that we had that popped in the 2010s? 
And this is a trick question. Yeah, we had this conversation. I agree. There hasn't been. I feel like Pop Smoke would have been. Would have. Would have. That's a key. He got cut short. He yeah. Got cut short. He Absolutely. got cut short. But yeah. other than that, I can't. Nobody, bro. We, and yeah. the last yeah. one we got is Drake. Drake. Drake was it? 2009. That's, that's not the 2010s, yeah, bro. That's, that's not it. the 2010s. And I don't see nobody. That's not happening. Ice Spice is lightning in the bottle, but she's not Drake, bro. Yeah. She and and I'm I mean unfortunately humbly, bro, humbly. I mean, and y'all could take these receipts. If it happens, take yeah. these receipts and, and throw them back. Like, nah, but listen, bro, there's five no years from now. <laughs> five years later. No, you know? I, I agree. Right. I agree exactly with what you say. Yeah. I, I watched my girl sent me this. Uh, there's like one of those graphs that she sent. You know, where over the years it shows you the top selling artists, mm -hmm. and it's one of those graphs that just keeps going up and down based on album sales, based on streaming, based on. You know, Beyonce has never cracked the top 10. This may sound crazy to you. We're talking about Beyonce. Yeah, she's more of a picture of consistency. But she's she never is. cracked the top 10. Yeah. Drake has been in the top 10 for wow. almost, yeah. almost a decade. Yeah, yeah. Isn't he like uh, Lil Wayne ones? cracked it for a little bit. Rihanna was there for a while. Yeah. And I'm talking about Sam Smith. I'm talking about like... Um, Real pop crossover. Big yeah. artists, yeah. crossover. That's crossover. the key. Yeah. A lot of our music crossover isn't crossing yeah. over anymore because mm -hmm. we're so... We're so like enamored with this instant gratification thing and nobody's developing anymore. Mm -hmm. You mean, gotta understand, like, Drake was on Degrassi. Yeah. D Drake understood media and he understood like what it what it How means to, to, to be exactly exactly yeah. he got both sides and he's also half white. Right. You yeah. know, so like understanding how to speak to different audiences. Wow. Yeah. Everything. So to back to your question. Speaking to different audiences, is that something that has to be developed? Yes, it is. Yeah. Tell your story. I mean, I mean, I'm a big Superman fan. So, like the story of Superman, we all know. It's right. Universal. It's universal, bro. It has a beginning. It has a middle. It has every story. You can read. Go Google how to create the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. That helps every. I, I coach that because listen, man. Like some of the best artists that you know. Let's talk about Drake. You know, he was a child, like he wasn't a star, but he was, you know, he was a child actor. He was into a lot of shit, but now it became this like clean cut, singing and rapping, R&B influence, all these dope cosigns, Wayne, Young Money, everything. Now it's like, oh, there's this interesting character that's changing music. You know, and that didn't happen just when he got successful. That was from the, girl, you are my everything. That was from the very beginning. Who's this this little half-white dude that sound like Lil Wayne? Is he writing for Lil Wayne? I mean, you know, he just emulated everybody to the point where it's just like, oh, nah. And he's still doing it. Like, understand this. Drake, if you are popping, he will do a song with you. He's a, he's a, yeah, what's he's that animal? You call it a culture vulture. Yeah, yeah. He's a chameleon. He's, he's a chameleon to the I called it a culture vulture. But that's a talent it's in like, itself no, to be able to adapt the way that he bro, does. Bro, he's incredible. He's incredible at it. He's collecting styles, like, you know? He's putting. He's like. He's like Thanos correcting yeah. the Infinity Stones, and yeah. he's always gonna stay on top because of it. A lot of right. these artists don't want to mm -hmm. collaborate with these low levels. No, Bro, the Migos was not the Migos until he Drake. did that song yeah. with Drake. Absolutely, Versace. Think about that, and I try to Absolutely. tell artists that, bro. Like, if you have a sound and you believe strongly in in, in a certain message that you have, you gotta go hard. Don't emulate from the standpoint of copying another artist's whole Get thing. Get inspired, Get inspired from it and create your own. Yeah. You know, and, and so, yeah, the story, that's a great, that's why I say it's a great question. And I understood the loaded comment because I know you are in the trenches with these artists. Yeah. And you understand, you, you hear, you hear the things the they talk about. Sometimes. Yeah. No, it, 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 it does get a little frustrating sometimes because it yeah. feels like I'm giving the gems and the jewels, but they're not, they're not here. Well, they're they're determined like, to go in that direction. Yeah, they got tunnel like, vision. 
bro, they you're think banging they your head against a wall. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it does get a little frustrating sometimes. It does. Yeah. You you got the hard thing. So what I do in in my in my group is that I try to coach them out of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the thing, and it's hard in the studio because again I'm an engineer like you. Right. I, in the studio session, you're trying to get a song done. Yeah, and we, we and gonna have we gonna have a conversation off. Yeah, off the yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Now you you hitting it on the nail, it, and that's why I created this space because it's not always the right space to have those conversations mm. in. Is the studio? Yeah. That's why I said I need yeah. to take this out of the studio because mm. I'm I'm talking to you in the booth and it, it's just it's going over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not understanding what they're the trying setting, to do. Yo, man. Yeah, you just, you just hit right me setting. with something. I'm not gonna lie. No, absolutely, you just hit me with something. <laughs> I, I gotta think about this one. This nah, it is, it is, man. So it's it's one of those things where I decided that. I love to see artists grow and develop, so I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to create the form and the and the and the like the space the space for it, you know. So yeah, that's so, that's it. With that said, right, one thing that I'm kind of taking away from this is that social media can become a hindrance to artists, right? I but would, in the same breath, mm-hmm. it can become a a tool it's if used correctly. It's a, it, that's it's what it is. It's a tool. How would you recommend if you could give a little quick gem to the artist yeah. that's listening out there? Yeah. How can they best use social media right now without letting it use them? What if I gave you a TV network mm-hmm. and you're the only thing on that TV network as an artist? That's the first thing I say to artists. I'm going to give you BET. Here. Tyler Perry owns BET. He just gave it to you. You create your own programming. Create your own reality shows, create your own behind the scenes, create your own interview. Whatever you want to do with that channel, it's just going to be only you. That's what social media is is really, that's how it benefits artists. It's your own TV show, Mm -hmm. TV channel. Because it's the same thing. If you were given a TV network, you still have to find a way to get people to watch it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with social media. You still have to figure out, okay, what kind of shows do I want to be? What kind of brand? What what, what do I want people to turn the channel to expecting? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to decide what that is. I do a whole brand brief. I, I go, I go colors. I go smells. I go sounds. Like what? Do what you want to associate with Coca Cola? What are you thinking about when you hear the word Coca Cola? Right, got you. You're thinking of, the, of how it tastes, the fizz. You're thinking about the red bottle. You're thinking about how to at a party. You know what I'm saying? You're thinking about not drinking it too much. There's a lot of things you think about when you think right. Coca Cola. McDonald's, same thing. Yeah. When I think about this ex artist, what am I thinking about? Mm. What am I thinking about? What do you want it to be? You know, um, and, and, and brand, that's all it is. Brand is what you want people to engage you with, you know? Yeah. So social media is basically how you communicate your brand visually and sonically and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because a lot of people ask me in terms of branding, like what what is branding? The, the, the way that I like to tell or explain to people is branding is how you make people feel after they've experienced what you got and leave that's a good way of you putting it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you come to my studio, yeah. the experience that you have, yeah. and you leave, what are you going to tell people about my Correct. Studio? Absolutely. I love you know that. I mean? That's great. So That's yeah. great. That's, that's, that's essentially what it is. It's what you, it's, it's what you will the communicate you to somebody on, else yeah. right. that hasn't experienced it. Right. Good, you know, yeah. and, and that creates the reputation right. and it creates the brand. Reputation isn't brand, but brand is can it's lead to reputation. reputation. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So... And a lot of people think they're the same thing, but they're not, you know. But yeah, you're right. You're right. They know you as an engineer based on the way you operate with them and what you get out of the you know, making records there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, but yeah, absolutely. You know, brand is so to answer your question initially, man, social media is your TV network mm-hmm. as an artist. And 
it's it's a place that gives you never before in history it's been like this. You've always had a gatekeeper you had mm-hmm. to go to That's in order true. to get your messaging out there. This now you can right in front of you from your direct own to phone consumer. you can get direct, direct to, consumer. to consumer. Direct and there are platforms that allow you you know to do that and it's it's amazing it's amazing but people use it as they don't they don't understand that concept as artists unfortunately they already think that just posting people are going to be interested nah it's not like that you have to generate that i mean they have been fooled as yeah. watching the overnight success stories yeah you know yeah and um like you said there's those artists who come into the game because they seem like a pre-packaged deal yeah. and i think that's really what um labels are investing in right now that's what they're putting in front of us yeah if you actually look at a lot of label pages you'll see the artists that they have. And a lot of them you probably won't recognize, a a lot of them you won't see um, like throughout your normal day to day. But if you were to look them up on IG or whatever, hundreds of thousands of followers. And that's really what the deciding factor was. Mm -hmm. Labels saw that, they Mm -hmm. said, okay, well this has a built-in audience. So we picked them up and we took them in. That's it, that's That's it. it. It's influence, yo. And Mm -hmm. I was, I I used to tell people in the studio this all the time, like, we are in the uh, the age where it's like an economy of attention. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and followers on Instagram are not your fans. Mm-hmm. They're not your fans. Like, you can't quantify those as fans, but you, what you can quantify them is opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, like, if you have 100,000 followers, you have 100,000 100, opportunities to create a fan. That's all it is, but they're not. They're not your fans. They're just, think about how you follow people. A lot of times we follow people just like, we meet each other today and we just follow each other. I don't really know much about you, but I'm going to follow you because I want to see what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not like I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan when, I, when that brand message is strong and it resonates mm-hmm. with me. And then I become a fan. And then you have that, you know, that funnel to take them off, off the platform and, and where you want them to be. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that at the, where we are now, we got to get people to be a little more patient with building something. And, and that's the key. When you don't have the... Okay, J. Cole, I seen an interview with him recently. He had many opportunities to, to not only renegotiate his deal, but to get better terms on his deal. But he waited. Mm-hmm. That man waited. He bet on himself. He could have got a lot of money mm-hmm. for doing it because, you know, I, with any deal, when you are successful, you can renegotiate mm-hmm. and you can get more money for your next project. Sure. Waited, waited, build leverage, leverage, leverage to the point where he is now. He's basically do whatever he wants. He got right. them by the balls, bro. So mm-hmm. that's what I want for artists. I want artists to have that. But I understand that everybody comes from situations. They, they need that, that immediate. They need fix. that immediate. But mm-hmm. in order to be great, bro, you got to bet on yourself. Because mm-hmm. you came to a certain level mm-hmm. hustling, yeah. working, working hard, developing your skills, developing your craft. Don't stop. Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop when people start throwing money in front of you. That just means that, okay, I'm on the right track. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one of the things that I really I have a heart for 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 artistic expression. Mm-hmm. And I hate when other people that were made nameless control our expression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. And I think yeah. the only way to build freedom and to build um true leverage is basically just equipping yourself with knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's that's really it, you know. And again, you seem like the perfect person to bring that to the artists that need it. Um what's the best way for them to start being considered? Because you can't even just yeah. tap in. And that's a beautiful thing, too. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you can just buy into. As artists, you have to kind of earn this through your dedication. Absolutely. What's the best way as an artist to present themselves to you, to your affiliates, yeah. to put themselves in a position to benefit from this? 
Yeah, bro. Um, so just tap in with me on Instagram. That's it. It really isn't any type of like, mm-hmm. you know, rocket science. You know, Chris Belmont Instagram, um, Bakery Music Group on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Send me what you got. I review everything. I review everything that I get in front of me. Um, and if I like it, you know, we can work. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I don't, respectfully, I would, you know, respond uh, right now. We just started this company. So right now, it, I'm responding to everybody, you know. But they may get to a point where it gets a lot. But I really want to keep that mindset. I was, yeah, I, I, you know, because, you know, I want everybody to feel like they're included, right, you know. Yeah. But hit me up, Instagram, you know, Chris Belmont, uh, C-H-R-I-S-B-E-L-M-O-N-T, which is my name, and Bakery Music Group, spelled like how it would be spelled. And, um, yeah, we tap in like that. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, for sure, for sure. She wanted to talk about my fast too. That's oh. yeah. I'll, I'll say I'll say real quick because this is okay. this is another thing that's really near and dear to my. You see how passionate I am no. about artists, but I'm also just as passionate about health. health. Mm. And um, so I used to be 400 pounds. You know, uh, I used to be a 400 pound guy. I'll give you a picture so you can flash sure, up on the screen. Sure. Yeah. But um, and I don't. I, I humbly say this. I don't say this to to come across as some expert. I'm really not an expert. My girl actually really is an expert. Like she's really expert at this, and she's the one that put me onto this. But you're a witness to it. I'm a witness to it because I've done it. I've done it myself. So I'm currently on a 90 day fast and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's influenced by Dr. Sebi. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one of the one of the mindsets, not one, the mindset behind it is that our bodies heal itself. Mm-hmm. We, we, we got to stop like listening to these commercials and listening to all these pharmaceutical co- companies tell us that we need them to get healthy. We don't need nobody to get healthy. We need all of ourselves. All of ourselves, especially as melanated people, we have to understand that the power is within us. So mm-hmm. I take myself away from digestion for 90 days in order to allow my body to heal. Um, and, you know, in the process, you lose weight, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to build discipline. And right now we're in November. I do it during the holiday season to build like ultimate discipline because that's this tough. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Christmas, it's Christmas. Yeah, my family, you know. Wow. So I, I do that for a reason. And I, I only say this to a lot of people ask me, it's like, hey, how do you go without food for that long, bro? Like, how do you eat like that for that long? Mm. You, we actually survive in, in spite of what we put in our bodies. We literally survive, but I know I, I live this, bro. Like, I, I'm, I have the roles to, 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 to like show you. <laughs> Like our bodies are incredible that the way they survive at the amount of salt intake we have, the amount of sugar we intake and weaning yourself off of that stuff clears everything up, bro. um, I believe the term is average. I'm going to look it up. So don't quote me on that. But it's basically when your body is, um, you know, you don't take in fasting when you're fasting, it allows your body to focus on the elimination of. Bad like, cells. Yeah, bad cells Absolutely. in your body, right? Absolutely. And that's where it comes from. You eliminate inflamed mm-hmm. cells, you mm-hmm. fight inflammation, you remove cancerous cells, yep. particularly infected cells, things of that yep. nature. Dead cells that are kind of just taking up space within Absolutely. your body. Right? Absolutely. You heal your body. But th- this is information that's been suppressed. <coughs> so that, bless you. Yeah. That's yeah. been yeah. suppressed yeah. Bless you. because of big companies who market. Like, I just found out that freaking uh, cereals, Bro. the whole eating breakfast and all of that oh, that was bro. a campaign, That's a campaign. That was a propaganda campaign. we're not supposed to be waking up and eating breakfast and no. all of that nah no well, the that's why they call it like the whole breakfast you're breaking, breaking your, your fast, fast. And all fast. That. these are yes. new things that i'm just finding out now bro this listen the food that we eat in this country are oh. products they're products no think about it it's not I, food I, they're I, products i know i know shout out to the to, to, to dr um dr uh what do you call it dr holistic mm. um 
he's one of the people that I learned this from just watching on YouTube. But it resonates with the things that I've already been learning. Like everything that we eat is a product. Even some of the fruits we eat, mm -hmm. you know, they're products that are made to make they're, they're, the main purpose of them being on the shelves is to make money. Not to, not, not, not for health purposes. What's going on? I go by the name of E-Man Music, one third of Real and Uncomfortable. And right now I'm here in Diesel Music Studio. But I just want to let y'all know, Righteous Felon is back. They have merch now, you feel me? So make sure you check them out, support them. They got a whole bunch of flavors. When I tell you a whole bunch of flavors, and the names are off the chain. We got the Teriyaki Balboa, which is a tangy teriyaki with a punch of pepper. So I'm assuming this one's a little spicy. My personal favorite one is the OG, OG Hickory, okay? If you want the small one, you can hop on the small one. But this is the one that I've had. I love it. It has a little smoky flavor to it. You know what I mean? It's like a classic smoky flavor. Uh, it's gluten-free, all natural and it's a great source of protein. If you want to get yourself some, make sure you hit up RighteousFelon.com, and if you want to save, make sure you use the promo code POLY15. Now let's get back to the show. I was saying earlier that we eat products and our body breaks down like how we break a building down. Like say you want like cement, that's the main thing your body needs, but we eat a building in order to get that cement. Mm -hmm. So that, that means your stomach has to go through all the wood, all the electrical, all the plumbing, all everything in the house to get to the real building blocks. Yeah. And so somebody asked me earlier, they were like, yo, so what is, how's your body digesting if you're drinking a green juice? Well, what I'm doing is I'm giving my body exactly what it needs and it doesn't have to waste anything out. I just pee it out because, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, not a doctor. Solid mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Please, like, you know, I'm not somebody that's an expert in do this. Do your own but research. Do your own yeah. research, bro. It's out there. I've done it. Um, but it, it, the thing is, is that I'm 43 years old, you know, and, you know, I, 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 I'm at the place in life where I'm like, yo, how am I going to extend my life the right way? And to be able to do that, when you digest food, it, it slowly ages you a little quicker. And if you're eating three solid carb-dense meals a day, you aging yourself crazy because your body has to work that much harder to break down that building just to get to that cement, you know? So that's the, that's one of the things that is a big message. That's not, I don't have anything to sell when, with no, that information, yeah, but it's not just- not making money over these, has no product. I, I, no, nothing, no. I don't have no product to sell yeah. there, but the thing is that I, the only reason why I try to highlight this type of living is because I believe in our people mm -hmm. and I want our people to stop being slaves. I mean, we we stopped, we thought we stopped being slaves 400 years. Nah, we, we 400 years of slaves, no. We st form. We're still slaves because we're slaves to these products that we eat, sure. we're, and they're keeping us docile. They're keeping us down, yeah. and they're keeping us. They, they, they're in, they're enchaining us. We're not free. Freedom is health is true freedom. Time is and health is way more important than money. Thousand percent. So anyway, so yeah, I just absolutely say that. no. They say that that um, I think they said um, you know, if I can give you a million dollars today, but you knew that you would pass tomorrow. Would you take it? And absolutely not because time. Absolutely. They, they dialed it back. They were like, okay, cool, fine. I'll give you a million dollars today, but you knew you'd be sick the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. No, again, you wouldn't, you take, wouldn't take it. it. No. Health, time. Here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a, mil a billion dollars today, mm -hmm. but every great relationship you have in your life, you got to give it up. That's one that, that people make that decision every day without thinking about it. Ooh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Every day. I know we, I subscribe to hustle culture sometimes myself. Yeah. But ensuring that you water the relationships that you have is great for your mental health. It's great for any goal 
that you may have. Correct. And most importantly, it makes that time that you have fulfilling. Fulfilling, bro. Fulfilling. Listen, I, I don't want to be broke, but I'd rather be broke and rich in spirit, mm-hmm. rich in relationship, mm-hmm. and, 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 and rich in time. Because mm-hmm. I know I can always make that money with time. Money's going to come and go. You yeah. can get it back. Bro. Yeah. And most of the times, the wealth is in the relationships anyway. Yeah. yeah. In order, to, any businessman that you will find, they will always tell you they didn't do it alone. Absolutely not. Uh, you, earlier, you said, like, you know, I, I might not be an expert on this, but I can get you in touch with the people who mm-hmm. are. That's literally how business works. Yep. Yep. Like Buffett, you know, Rockefeller, yep. you know, not that you may want to strive to be like these individuals, mm-hmm. but they will tell you the keys to massive levels of success or any level of success is making sure that the relationships Absolutely. are there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't 1, have to do it alone. You can't Absolutely. do it alone. Just for artists who are watching, that's something that a lot of artists don't realize because a lot of artists are introverts and they want to mm-hmm. buy myself, me, 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 me. Yeah. One thing that I've realized over the years is that it's super important to build the right relationships because you can have the best product in the world. Absolutely. If you don't know who to call, if you mm-hmm. don't know, you know what I mean? That's how to connect absolutely. the dots, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to be stuck. Yeah, that's a fact. So absolutely. Building relationships, watering yeah. relationships, and making sure that you you have those connections mm-hmm. is going to be super crucial to your success and the right an the right relationships the right relationship. yeah because you know because you can have some leeches you know <laughs> there's two type of relationships there's the givers and the takers yeah and um you want some givers around you mostly well i can honestly say that it's great to create this relationship that now man sure, sure it's, sure. it's been yeah. wonderful meeting you and talking to you yeah. and hearing about what you're doing for artists yeah. the passion that you have for it for health because I know that like, you know, again, those relationships, you learn from sometimes simply being around people, mm-hmm. watching people, seeing how they live, Absolutely. how they do their thing. So thank you for coming on the Yo, show. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys, for Chris, sure. appreciate for sure. you. Yeah. Absolutely. Great convo. Yeah. We, we gonna talk off the air too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna lie, you hit me with one of the time. <laughs> that I'm, yeah, we gonna have to chop it up off air. Word, yeah. word, absolutely, man. Like we gonna, we just created a relationship, for like sure, you said. So we, I'm sure. here. I'm here, bro. For sure. For sure. Well, this has been real and uncomfortable. I'm C Taz. I've been comfortable this whole time, by the way. I just, I don't I, know. You know. I don't know I, if I'm on brand. We might have. <laughs> I've been real. I've been real and comfortable. So. Well, we might yeah. be losing our touch then. I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta keep it real. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Keep it real. Be comfortable too, but keep it real. I feel like you definitely kept it real. Appreciate mm-hmm. you for coming. Thank out. you, man. Appreciate uh, you guys. Yeah. We, we definitely gonna build. Once again, it's been E-Man Music, real uncomfortable. Chris Belmont. Yes, sir. Tez. Yes, sir. Yo, give them your plugs one more time. They Absolutely. Find you. Yeah, follow me on Instagram, uh, Chris Belmont, C-H-R-I-S-B-E-L-M-O-N-T, simple, plain just like that, Bakery Music Group, you know, spelt like how a bakery and music group is spelt. Y'all check it out. Tap in with me. I respond to everybody. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I ain't looking for no handouts to say no. no. Always stay.